Now, the shotgun start in golf is full of mathematics. Um, there's a lot of a lot of setup work that we have to do in order to make a tournament work. So I'm going to demonstrate to you just exactly how we do a shotgun start here. And here we go. All right, all right, all right. Gentlemen, start your Greetings and welcome to a Saturday edition of the Shotgun Start. It is July 20th. Andy, how we doing? Brendan, just uh, had a tough day. Tough day. There was all kinds of excitement <laughs> and, you know. A little despondent over there, it sounds like. Yeah, yeah. It just, the fact when that, saw, the, fact that the, start, the start of Westy's round. Yeah. And where it ended up, it just. Well, I mean, we should put when, when we signed on, you were like, I'm in a bad mood. I was like, why? I was like, I just had a lot emotionally invested in today. You really were kind of all in on Westy. And he, he, of course, like gave you that little tease at the front end of it. Right. With the three birdies in a row, he's making long putts. He's making medium length putts. Uh, he's not making mistakes. He's making it's... short left to right downhillers <laughs> right off the bat. He's just giving you the hope. Uh, that you've become so accustomed to, and then just kind of got blown away by Shane Lowry, Tommy Fleetwood, and others. And, and, but this is, we should go find your quote from, I don't know, Wednesday, whatever it was. Like, he needs par golf. He yeah. needs, because, you know, those three birdies, that's not the Westy we know. It's neutral. He's stuck in neutral, kind of hanging on, and unfortunately the wind just died, and it was not par golf. Yeah, I was, uh, you know, when things weren't going great, I was like, oh, you know, if he can just keep this within five with the weather tomorrow, he's got a shot. And now we're eight back. It's just, it, he's got a chance, uh, but... Say we? Are yeah. you, like, on the bag, or are you in the team room now with with Westy? We're eight back? It's un- unnecessary. <laughs> <you know? laughs> unnecessary poking. <laughs> was, uh, I, I was, I was, I was in, the, in the team room last night. <laughs> Well, it was it was fun while it lasted. At it, least we'll have perfect uh, perfect example of just championship golf. Like, okay, Westy hits a drive on ten, just a little left of the fairway, ends up in a bush embedded. You know, I will say, shows the shows the character of the individual how he handled that ruling, very gracefully, yes. very politely. Yes. Did you see? Yeah. Podrick Harrington tweeted about that. Yeah. Did you see that? Uh huh. It's just like uh, like fair play or whatever the term he used. It's like in this day and age, with all the rules changes we've seen and all the bitching and moaning, if Patrick didn't use those those terms, but he's like, great job by Westwood there to sort of just accept it and not go on it. I Sh- love shot at Kucher maybe <laughs> indirectly. I, I loved that he the rules officials like you want to get it and and he was like why well you're standing there. Can you grab it? <laughs> yes. But, he did, like, yeah, foist that indignity on him, kind of, on the but, rules guy. But uh, I'll say, you know, he didn't hit that bad of a shot there. And, and like, this is, like, the stuff. And Ernie Ellis talked a little bit about it, how he hadn't won a Masters and how he was done with the place. Is like, 
Shane Lowry hit the worst shot of anybody in contention today, a snap hook, and it hits some guy in the back and ends up like with a perfect lie on 14. You know, like in right. that, and, and Westy hits one just off the fairway, t- has to take it unplayable. Like that's why some guys win majors and some guys don't. It's like little things like that, and it's just crazy yeah. because, you know, Lowry goes from that looked like a horrible place where that ball was going. It looked very yeah. thick. And and instead he makes like a, a par that probably felt like he, he stole something, you know? And yeah. uh, it, it, the momentum going. And, and, and that's, you know, some to, to win majors, you have to play extraordinarily well, but you also have to get very lucky. Someone uh, said on the British broadcast, they said like Lowry's ball just hit a man. You know the kind who can block out the sun, the neck of somebody who, the chap who can like they're just. We need a feed. Someone suggested this on Twitter. I'm sorry, I'm not giving you credit. Maybe Will Bardwell that he'd pay for just a separate feed with the British kind of announcers that are you know just ripping on the golfers, ripping on the fans. It's just I, I would be all for that. Then some of the the soft commentary we we typically get, but uh, th- that's the fickle nature of golf. Yeah, and then mean, it's like a bounce. It's a bounce here and a bounce there. Like Lowry shot on eleven, that that like just like bounced in off the left, or that was maybe ten, where it right. just like he got crazy bounces. And Westies hit every side of the green, every rolled off every side of the green all day long. You know, yep. it, it it's just it's like been a lifelong of that rooting for Westy. <laughs> so it's okay. I just remembered all the things that, it, you know, it, it was a good, it was, it was a good day. It was a trip down memory lane. Memory what are lane. you giving his chances tomorrow? I mean, you, you didn't want him in that final group, but obviously probably would have wanted him. I, he's got 2%. Eight shots off with 1% with Kepka Rose, Fowler, Fleetwood and Holmes. And God, that is a murderer's row to try and leap, you know? It's, he just uh, needs the, it to blow. Yeah. Well, I, yeah, I guess so. He'll, he'll be like two or three groups ahead of the, the last group. He's playing uh, with Danny Willett. Oh, they're buddies. Right? Yeah. Formerly, maybe. I run, you know, one of the biggest comebacks in, the la- in recent ma- major history. Yeah. Those two were paired together. Together Sunday at uh, maybe the roles will reverse this yeah. time. Yeah. Maybe it'll be, you know. Willett, Willett might beat uh, Spieth. Yeah, let's. No, oh, you were calling that on that on uh, what our preview show Wednesday. Yeah. Uh, what do you think of today? One clerical thing, I just want to get out as a listener service, just for the programming note. Uh, Golf Channel is going to be covered carrying early coverage from two thirty to six, and then NBC has it from six to two. Because I was very confused about how how they were adjusting and and how they're moving it up. But yeah, two thirty to six on Golf Channel, six a.m to 2 p.m. So we're looking at like a 1.30 type fish finish on NBC. What, uh, what, how are you uh, treating your schedule tomorrow? What do you, what do you think about the whole thing? About what? The, the moving, delay? Yeah, moving the times. I, I don't get it. But I, I don't get like, what's like an hour do? You know, that's a weird, that's a weird kind of very marginal change. Do you know what I'm saying? I, is, is the weather getting that much demonstrably worse in that extra hour and that like two thirty, I guess it would be seven thirty there hour. Um, and I think it's soft. Millennials are ruining the open. They've gone soft. Marty sleeps. I'm a little disappointed in it. 
I, I don't do you see a forecast for I don't I don't see forecast for any lightning. I see forecast for like 35 mile per hour gusts and 20 20 mile per hour winds. Hey, like I, I don't get it. You know what? Maybe what? it just buys them a little extra time. To do what? I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Test I, more drivers? Yeah. I, I don't... I, I just don't... Like Let's, an hour, I get like moving it all the way up and doing split T's or something. Like I'm not saying they should, but like that's an actual dynamic change. I just don't understand what an hour does. And, and I would, like the masters moved everything up a whole half day. Um, but I, I just think like if you're going to play, they're playing in the wind tomorrow. Just let them play. I, and this might get to the underlying issue of like the ball goes too far. They make the greens too fast. And the greens, these are courses that weren't designed. These are courses designed to be played in the wind with greens that aren't running that fast. Like this gets to like, this is a whatever, the domino effect. And this was the issue at St. Andrews in 2015 when they could not play for an entire day because it was, you know, it was pretty traditional, like very, it was very windy, but like kind of wind they've experienced at St. Andrews often. There's just, the greens aren't supposed to be that fast, but they speed them up because the ball goes, you know, far enough that you can shoot 63 four days in a row. So. I don't know if that's. I don't know. I, I I don't know what it is. I don't really want to talk about it anymore. It, you know the fact it's only an hour. Uh, let's let's talk about what 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 do you think of today? What do you think of Shane Lowry? I mean, it was. A, I, I texted a friend like Shane Lowry is going to get ejected, right? We were talking about it last night. Just like the, those little like Duffy doughy swings coming in, a chunk he hit on eighteen. He's like. He did not look ready like you wanted to play. And here he is. He shoots the round of the tournament. So I, the shot of the tournament, which was so cool, was that, that one from the junk on the hill where he kind of followed through and it, it, it bounded to the front of the green then went up into the, the rough and came down off the side. It, it was a very cool shot. Shot of the year, maybe. I don't know. Yeah. What do you think of Lowry? I, I mean, I, th- I thought it was good. I, he didn't drive the ball well today. I don't think... It, like he he no. is like what we talked about. He he got a lot of really good breaks. Got some good breaks. Putted putted what like made all the like all the putts. So moderate length putts that you make. I would say like his four shot lead isn't like what what how many shots did Brooks lead on on the PGA? Oh, uh, I don't remember. Six, six maybe six. At one point he was seven, I think, in the. 36 so, holes it might have been seven so so brooks like to me like this four shot lead is nothing like brooks's big lead going into sunday where he looked completely invincible right you know like this is a yeah a, to me a different kind of four like the four shot lead and especially with wind th- this could be gone quickly um i don't think it's by any means a foregone conclusion that that lowry's going to win i would uh you know, I mean, would you take the field or would you take Lowry? At Lowry, this point? probably. You would? I mean, it's a great field, but it's that's a what? What is? What's the margin to? Uh, God, I'm looking at the Barbasol leaderboard. Kelly Craft and Jim Herman. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, Lowry leads by four. That's right. Battle, battling for that two year exemption. <laughs> um, God, it's such a good group right behind him. Um, I, I think I take Lowry, man. Seven shots. Although 
I think I heard, and didn't he, he won in Abu Dhabi this year? Yeah. And he started with the three shot lead and was down four in the final round before winning. So what I, like, yeah. I mean, he's prone to these kind of just bleeding it away really fast. He's won uh, some big stuff though. You know, he won the Firestone. Firestone. He he was. I mean, remember Oakmont? He was, he started that day with what a three shot lead. Four. Four, four shot, shot lead. Yeah. So, same as today. Same as the Open. So uh, I, I I'd take the field. You would. Mm-hmm. Who would you take? Who would be your top contender of the Chasers? Definitely Fowler. What? <laughs> I'm just fucking around. <laughs> Good sell there. I was convinced. <laughs> I uh, I mean Fleetwood obviously <laughs> right there and playing he played with him. so well. How dispiriting did that have to be? He shot sixty six and he's four shots back. I mean, you shoot sixty six. I think the way I'd look at it though is like he shot sixty six. He went from you know being in a big crowd to like out like Fleetwood now looks at it like I only have to beat one guy. Yeah, you know, and he's got a two two shot buffer on JB. He does. He doesn't have to play with JB. You know that we got Brooksy yeah. JB tomorrow. That'll be. Is that true? I thought he was with Rose. No, it's Brooksy JB. Oh, Brandel was insinuating on the post game show that like he thought Rose was trying to ice Kepka. What do you mean? He, said he saw some slow. weird. Yeah, he said he saw some weird stuff out there. He's like, I watched Rose like watch. Watch uh, Kepka like hit a bullet down the middle of the fairway and then stand there for one, two, three minutes just standing there. And I didn't know what was going on. It was a very peculiar behavior. I don't know if he was trying to ice him or what. And then I saw Rose like sprinting when they were walking. He would sprint. He was running way ahead of, of Kepka. So I, I didn't know. I, I didn't quite understand where Chambly was going, but he felt like he saw enough to talk about it on air as like start insinuating or guessing about different I, I don't know if there's tension there or if rose was trying to ice him but it was a weird kind of an anecdote that that brandall was telling so but brooksy's got to now go with jb that's no good for brooks right I, you know it could be it could just like infuriate him so much that he just like you know <laughs> gets so mad that he like play he wants to beat him so badly kevka looked pissed off on he was very pissed off on saturday oh, i mean he, he putted just, so bad <laughs> it, it wasn't even like do you was see it his bad? Quotes? Yeah, yeah. His quotes are just so fucking alpha. He's like, no one in this field is hit. Guy just yeah. shot a 63. No <laughs> one in this field is hit. I mean, he has an argument. We just talked about how, how Lowry drove it poorly. but Ready? No. Yeah, go for it. I don't think anyone in the field has hit it better than me. I've just probably putted the worst. Yep. He shot 67 today. I mean, he was visibly pissed off. For Brooksy, uh, he was like, you know, incredulous. He's just, he's emoting, he's reacting, and he was furious. He was furious. He's like, no one's hitting it better than me. I have the advantage. Like, this was like a, like a Michael Jordan type, talk your shit. Type I mean, stuff. this is the same thing that kind of happened at Pebble, was that he putted really bad for three days. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, he was like, I want to say in the bottom half of the field in strokes game, putting through 36 holes. Yeah, and then he, you know, he was marginally better on the weekend, but like that, it, it seems like the only thing that can stop Brooks in a major is like if his putter is average. It seems like he doesn't have the speed. I mean, obviously these are slower, and he seems like he's continued like constantly. So he's going to putt for like 
a while after the round tonight. They said yesterday, I think he was on the fifth tee. He spent like three minutes working on his putting while they were waiting to hit. It just sounds like he's spent the whole week trying to figure out the speed. Yeah, so. it's uh, I don't know the uh, I would say I'd say Brooks it would be a good bet. Uh, you know, like here's the thing, like so, like the I think the Portrush and Pebble are similar in a way where like if you're gonna go get it, you're gonna get it in the first five holes, right? Yeah, you know, yep. and, and Pebble yep. is like the first seven, or yep. you gotta you gotta go get it. And uh, I think uh, you know Port Rush is kind of like that first seven holes are the ones that are really gettable. Um, so like if Brooks is if Brooks comes out in the wind tomorrow and is say four under through seven, yeah, that's yep. that's what and because like you know the only thing that stopped Brooks at Pebble was that Woodland did the same thing that Brooks did. Yeah, I, I think like. Yeah, even so much as Lowry, seven shots is so damn many. But yeah, but I think there's also in that, the wind like this. Yeah, you know, like if, but if he's that also wind. got Fleetwood in between them. I think that could be an issue. You know, in between mm-hmm. them. So, uh, I, it's all right there though for like a legendary chase down. Like he seems to be thinking like no one's hitting it better than him. He's just got to get a few plus to drop, which is like a fickle kind of part of the game that can start showing up quickly, and the weather can really like that's the forecast he wanted so like it's all really set up well for brooks to do as well as it can be for a seven shot deficit something that's kind of underrated too is that is that brooks by getting into that second to last group they'll hear what's going on you know there's no like insulation and i think that's that's something that's you know it adds a little layer of, of potential intimidation you know like just to it um Anything surprise you today? Anybody else? Not really. I mean, not really. Rom kind of being, I don't know, he's 33. Blew it at the end. I thought he was going to be more of a factor. Can't really fault him. I don't know. Just Speed did what Speed Speed, I don't think Speed's first ball. You were talking about how, a lot of people enjoyed your quote last night. Like, how is he even a pro golfer? Like, you know, just slapping it around. I, I wanted to. I, I think, you know, it, that, that could get his taken first out tee of ball. I don't think got to the fairway. I think it was like right where they start mowing the fairway on number one on Saturday. But go ahead. What got taken out of context? It could You're just get, contrasting him. I, I was saying, like, if you watch him off the tee, you wonder how it, it, he's like that. But. Every other aspect of his game is so good. It's like you might be the best player in the world from from anywhere but the tee box. Yeah. So, okay. but like, uh, I got a great. So, uh, a listener sent me an email from okay. from the grounds, okay. and it's great. It's from Berms. He was out watching uh, the boy from Bratislava. Okay. Today, and and he said at the open. Can confirm that the boy from Bratislava was blowing kisses at Patrick Reed on the putting green. What? <laughs> what? They might be kind of tight. These two little like social I, misfits that maybe, are like maybe out they're rivals. Maybe they got into argument or something. No, I think they're. I feel like someone told me Justine Reed was like hanging out with Sabatini on the putting green, giving him a putting lesson, like she does Patrick. Uh, I, I think they, they they might be like you know the, these kind of odd bedfellows you know Mr. Sentinel Spine total the, the, you know the misfit toys the guys that don't get along with everybody else a little churlish and, and angry or, or have a natural bond uh, that's amazing though blowing kisses 
I wonder if Sabatini ever thought this many eyes would be on him at this, you know, kind of sunset portion of his career. Well, he might uh, have, he he knew that when he changed citizenship, he'd have an entire nation's <laughs> eyes. So <laughs> the best was last year or uh, Friday. The the you know kind of cheeky announcers. It's like, well, it's his ninth open, but it's the first Slovakian to ever play. <laughs> first one is a Slovak. <laughs> Uh, all right. Any we've kind of gone through the board. Any contender pretenders? I mean, Ricky, what would you say? Contender pretender. He's pretender. eight shots back. Pretender, but it's going to be another top five. I, I oops, foresee another oops. top five major finish to pop on his uh, his little. You know, this many top fives and majors. Sure. But who, who finishes no higher, Westwood or Ricky? They're both eight under. So tomorrow's a big day for Westy. Huge Why? day. Why? T4 or better. Masters. Oh. And he is shit. nails in the Masters. This is, I like, at this point now, I'm just like looking at it and I'm saying, okay, how can we get him in the Masters? Because that's a place he can game win every year. Yeah. Game like, within the game. We tomorrow. just got to get, we, this opportunity might have passed us by, but we got to get more ops. <laughs> There aren't well, that many opportunities left for Westwood. You're on to Cincinnati. I love this. I love this outlook. You're picking yourself up. You're already thinking of the next opportunity. Uh, I was thinking about it midway through the back nine when it, <laughs> the signs were, the writing was clearly on the wall. God, it just, when he took out the putter on 12, you know, Fleetwood <laughs> chipped it up to a tap in and he yeah. was, he had a great, he had a majestic second shot there on into that par five, and it, I mean it was two feet from being a, a short eagle, but it catches the slope, rolls down it. West or Fleetwood's got a similar shot, a little left. He pulls out wedge, just hits this like this like confident chip, and and Westwood pulls out the putter, and it was just, and I was just like, come on, man, like have <laughs> have some confidence, pull out the wedge, and sure enough. <laughs> Doesn't get it. He just barely gets it over the over the false front. Misses the putt. That's when it was over. Speaking of the game within the game, uh, are we in a position where Kepka can overtake Cooch in the FedEx Cup? I, I actually I, I noted that. I, I uh, <laughs> do you know how many points ahead of uh, of Kepka Kucher is? No, isn't it like something like twelve or something minuscule? Eighty five. Oh, eighty five. Eighty five. Is that so, a lot or a little? I have no. You can tell me any amount. I have no sense of the scale of FedEx Cup. If points. if it ended today, Kepka is There's still number two. <laughs> so yes. this is this is an important note because yeah. Justin Ray's stat: if if Kepka finishes T third or better, he'll become the first modern player to finish in the top three of every major in a calendar year. Oh my God! And he still not be. He he could still. Not be number one in the FedEx Cup. Stadium. Well, you know what? That's he didn't win the Mayakoba. He didn't win the Sony Open. You got to come a little stronger than that if you want to be at the top of the courier service rankings. He's, uh, it's unbelievable. So, so we got a couple games within the game on, on Sunday to watch out. Even if Shane Lowry's running away with it, there's there's other things to watch for. Yeah. Um, yeah. You want to get to Drivergate? Ah, uh, this has been just. You know, I, like, I I owe an apo- I owe an apology to who? big to big what? golf media. They've what? dug what? in. There there's the investigative journalism going on. Shout out Joel Beal from Golf yeah. Digest. 
He's digging around. He's sending emails asking manufacturers, (laughs) hey, did you get popped? (laughs) Well, Xander spoke on it after. He's not happy. You want to hear? He's talking about how he's pissed off. You you want to talk a little bit more. Can I just put one note out there? Yeah, let's go. You see, you know who's been absolved? Uh, Who? Exio. Big Exio. Big Earn was not doping. Driver doping. (laughs) Oh, Meanwhile, Callaway, 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 nineteen eighty-five technology. We're not testing Axio. Callaway they probably didn't even bother with it. Callaway gets popped. You know, you know who's a big name <laughs> Callaway player who just recently did a big cleanse before that. You know, maybe he was he was dipping into a different driver too. What is what is seventy-eight, seventy whatever? Hey, Phil, we're clean on her. Big Ernie's clean. That's because he's playing 1995 technology. They're not even bothering testing those XCO. Uh, all right, you want to listen to Xander? So Xander, should we set is not, the stage a little bit? Yeah, let's do it. So Xander, Xander, you know we we got this right as we were recording last night. Now, is it CT? What we understand, CT, it was it was like very very small amount over, right? Mm-hmm. And that is subjective. Um, you know, all the, all the equipment companies, like we are speaking way out of our depth. Like I don't, I'm not a, a gearhead. Gear yeah. So this is my golf spy. Tony Covey said from a source, four drivers failed CT testing at the open, nothing egregious, all just one point over the limit, a single sweat, swing weight point out of the head and they all passed. In at least one case, there was apparently a significant difference in the readings between the OEM CT machine and the one used by the RNA. Tolerance is part of the issue. The rules have tolerance. The machines have tolerances. The guys operating the machines have a tolerance. So it sounds like this was just like not even in a black and white area, still a gray area. But you're worked up. You're talking about this being a corked bat issue. Hey, every every little inch counts. We're, we, just, we're, we just talked about how small the margin is, a bounce there, a bounce right. here. Like a five yard five yards off the tee could make a huge difference. Right. You know, three three yards, an extra extra mile an hour of ball speed makes a big difference, like over the course of a, a year. Well, I think your thing with the cork bat issue is like your point is like these guys are already playing a different game and now they're getting just souped up equipment that's pushed to the limit. Like the stuff then you're not getting the thing you're getting at dicks. Like might be similar technology, but it's not going to be souped up and pushed to the limit like this. No, it's it's we're we're everybody when you talk about like oh you know we need you know there if there should be a rollback right oh you can't bifurcate the game the these guys the consumer has to be able to play what the what the pros have nobody's playing what the pros have it's bifurcated the other way. <laughs> Like, yeah. They have tour only heads. They have tour only balls. Like this it's ridiculous. And and from what I I gather is what happens is like when the plant makes the heads the be- the heads that are the closest to the core limit touch up against it get sent to the tour van those that are further away go to go to big retail. So these guys, okay. it make. I mean, it makes sense they get the best drivers, but, yeah, sure, but the fact sure. that, like, think about like a position we're in where if you like, apparently, what's happening is like if you wear, if the driver head wears, 
it will then all of a sudden be non-conforming because it that gets was the, hotter. That was the point I was trying to make yesterday. And you were saying there's a special drawer they're taking them out of. I've heard rumors of special drawers. But what I heard last year was that the tailor-made ones, like, they wear to non-conforming status quickly or were well, on tour, I guess. I don't You know, that... that uh, that's a that's a whole nother story for a whole nother day. <laughs> Should we get to Xander? I mean, it is garbage. So it was. Do you think Xander was done dirty, or do you think Xander's no? Well, part of the guilty guilty party here. I think it just. I think this is this could be the thing that illuminates this issue, and and so because I saw Mike Clayton was tweeting about it, like saying like this disgraceful that a equipment company would put their player in this kind of position. Yeah. Well, I think it's just ridiculous that we had four drivers fail. Yeah, allegedly. Four yes, drivers fail out of yeah. 30. Think about that. Now, th- that's a small sample of the field. If you carry that percentage, I mean, that's 10% of the players are playing illegal drivers. How are we not testing all of them? They should all be getting tested at the start of the round, the end of the round, every day. Start of the just, round. You don't just have to have do a, it at the end of the round. <laughs> well, what if they wear to not? I'm just kidding. I'm trying to be uh, extreme. But yeah, sp- you know, make them pee in a cup. Make them test the driver every every round. Every I'm, round they got to test these drivers. I don't think this this test is crazy. It, right? Is it's not like some so, intricate thing that and, takes an hour and a half, right? And Shoffley, like to his credit, like he brought it up in his press conference yesterday. Nobody knew about this. Is that right? Did he talk about it? Yeah. 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 No one would. No. Well, why is he saying? Well, why is he complaining about it being leaked today? I, I was looking at John Wall Street. Let me pull it up. Let's. Can I play? Can yeah. I play Xander talking to the press today? So here, here's his quotes. He, he's fired up about it, and he starts throwing under other companies under the bus. Here we go. I don't sit at home and test my driver. You know, to, to my best belief, I, I was playing a conforming driver. Um, I think the RNA's job is to, to the PJ Tour takes up with the manufacturer. You know, our job as players is to show up to tournaments, put on a show for the RNA and for the tour, and, and and to handle our business. You know, it's not to make sure our stuff is conforming. So, I think yes, to make it fair, they should test everybody. You know, other drivers failed. Um, I'll just say, I mean, I'm pretty sure a PXC driver failed and a TaylorMade driver failed and a Callaway driver failed. You know, I, this matter should be private, but, you know, the RNA didn't do their job in, in keeping it private. So I don't feel like I should, you know, I, I, don't, I can tell you right now what happened or for what I know. Um, yeah, it's a very, it is an unsettling topic. You know, I've been called a cheater by, by my uh, fellow opponents. Um, and, you know, people are, it's, it's all joking, but when someone yells, you know, cheater in front of like 200 people to me it's not it's not gonna go down very well what's well, sorry you hear that? oh no i heard it yeah no it was, it was a player out here and i'm cool with him as well you know he thought it was funny for sure but that's just not something you joke about you know and then someone else is like you know i'm chipping around someone's like oh there's wedges illegal now so um the rna you know they pissed oh shit oh he got we just missed the best part i know god damn it i don't sit at home RNA, you know, they've pissed me off because they've sort of ruined, tried or attempted to ruin my image by not keeping this matter private. So this is me, you know, coming out and, and treating them the exact way they treated me. Ooh. 
RNA pissed me off letting it get out. But they must have let it get out to the other players, right? If other people are like joking with them. So no, yesterday in his press conference, this is John Wall tweeted this transcript. Someone said, can you tell us what the difference was today and uh, compared to yesterday? Um, and he said, yeah, it's just I had some equipment issues earlier with the RNA and whatnot. So every day gets easier for me to say the least. Whoa. So somebody obviously asked a follow-up, right? Yeah. What were those equipment issues? They were test. Uh, they just tested my driver. Yeah, and it didn't pass. Which one? Ah. Which uh, which of the drivers? The Callaway? Yeah, it's my Callaway driver. It barely missed, so I had a bit of the run-in with it, uh, RNA, which was, wasn't the most fun. So happy it worked out a little better today. Interesting. So I don't know... If anybody knew this, if it, it wasn't public available, publicly available until he volunteered it, yeah, because he went what seventy four, like sixty six or something, uh huh, getting adjusted to his new driver. It's interesting. I, I think he's clear. Like the RNA did said something about you know we're just we're not going to speak anymore on this. It's confidential. What was um, he saying about it's not the RNA's place to test drivers? I, yeah, that was great. What, Boy, what, how about what do you that? mean? That was like live under par right there. It's He's like, we show up to put on this show. It's their job to administer the rules of the game. He's like, we're showing up to put on a show. And I, I didn't really follow that. Xander is, comes from a, I don't know, generation where they've been, I don't know, used to just getting away with it. I, I don't know. I, it seems... It's become a really fun story. And then you can tell, like, these equipment companies are all scrambling to get their messaging out through different reporters, trying to get off the, get out of the firing zone or, or co- throw other equipment companies under the bus. It's just, like, really flying around right now. I'm glad I'm not, like, a gearhead and into that whole scene. How about, uh, how about the uh, Mr. Kaboom getting, getting thrown <laughs> in there? PXG. Who's... <laughs> Do you think it was not, a, not only will you fall out of the top 100 in the world, but you'll also you'll also be illegal. Get, yeah. yeah, people <laughs> all of a sudden think of you as a cheater. Also, <laughs> kaboom! We're not gonna ki- we're gonna kill your golf game and reputation. <laughs> so I was th- I was thinking about this. I, I I want I want testing at every PGA Tour event. Oh, that's gonna happen. Well. Let me uh, let me let me tell you why. Do we need an outside agency? Let we me tell create... you why it should happen. What's that? When the PGA Tour shifted their marketing strategy from "these guys are good" to "live under par," <laughs> okay, it was about making professional golfers more relatable to the average fan. Yep. So how can you be relatable to the average fan when they're playing equipment that's not even legal? Who said it's did is that in some like mission statement or document that they were yeah. to be more relatable? I was reading a uh, article on Ad Ad Age this morning. <laughs> the press release. Oh my! God. You're going back in the archives for yes. the uh, well. It's a, it's, a, it's a very well. So it's a, it, because then now it's an ideal like it is <laughs> it, this whole billion dollar marketing ploy 
that they've done this whole rebranding is completely a sham unless they test drivers every single week because these guys should be playing equipment that is legal just like the regular guy that goes up and tees it up once a month at their you know local muni they should be you know they should not be playing illegal equipment and it's very clear very uh, abundantly clear that a large percentage of the PGA Tour, not an insignificant percentage of the P- uh, PGA Tour, is is sporting out non-conforming equipment week in, week out. <laughs> You're just lobbing grenades. Uh, I think... Uh, so I mean, I live under par is not true. More about, I think the relatability... <laughs> not true? Was, was it ever true? What, what, no, one, we didn't, no one ever even knew what it meant. I would, it's, well, it's they, true, false, they knew what it meant because they talked about it in this article. <laughs> I think the relatability was like, yeah, we have uh, Instagram. Our players have Instagram accounts just like you. Hey, relate, re, relatability has a lot of layers. And one <laughs> of them is the idea that they play the same type of equipment as consumers. Well, that's not good. If you're going if you're going to use it if if you're going to use it as a case against like bifurcating and saving like every golf course we have, then you can't you can't just you go turn around and use illegal equipment. If if here's like my like grander take. Like okay, let's just say 20% of the PGA Tour has an unconforming driver right now. Yeah, 20%, okay. Okay. But, I mean, we had four drivers out of 30. So 15% Say fifteen percent. Okay. If fifteen percent have have an illegal driver, like why why does it even matter? Why don't we just let them hit it as far as they want? Just start, yeah. Why don't we let Elon Musk start uh, designing drivers that go a thousand yards? (laughs) Uh, Yeah, this is this is a larger topic that's that we need to. Probably keep pounding on pounding on uh, next week. This is gonna w- be great. This is this is uh, this is gonna be good. I think this is just beginning. This yeah. is just the early legs, because uh, these equipment companies are all gonna start trying to knife each other in the press. I hope at least. It's just a string um, that needs to be kept kept being pulled. Pull. Yeah, because you like, are you are big on this one. You think this runs deep? You texted me. Well, like think of I mean, the ramifications. The fact that like this is going on. Shows like the game is a game of honor that you're supposed to call this stuff on yourself. Like that's always been golf, right? Yeah, but the guy doesn't know that his driver's point. He doesn't. He doesn't. But somebody does. But the the one the my golf spy guy said maybe the OEMs machine said it was good, and then it's within that margin of error. So so these are just the the problem is they're right at the limit. Wouldn't it be beneficial for an OEM to have a slightly off scale? Who's double checking it? <laughs> Nobody's double checking it. Oh, it's good to go. Here you go. <laughs> yeah. That's the thing, is that there's no accountability. Everything should be tested. They they do need I mean, I guess that's the USGA and RNA job, but yeah. On tour we should they should be having daily checks. Or weekly checks. Why don't we do weekly, maybe? Start slow and then get get more intense. I mean All like right. five yard average to drive. Driving distance yeah. is yeah. massive. I, I know. 300 I know. to 305. Like, But you're just throwing numbers out there. Like, you think 0.1 CT adds five yards to your driving distance? We don't know how that. I don't know how that technology works. It could be the difference between keeping and losing your card. 
Theoretically, yes. I'm sure it could be. There's a world out there in which it could be. Uh, Over the course of an entire season, five extra yards off your off your uh, five extra yards off the tee is a huge deal. Yeah, but I'm saying you don't know. Uh, right, but you're you're leaping to the five yards. We're talking about one guy at one event being point one. We're over. talking about four out of thirty drivers. Being non-conforming. What's this point one on the CT this at is just, five yards. You're just looking at one one example of the four. Yeah. Like over ten percent of the drivers they tested were Ill- illegal. Think about that. <laughs> All right. You're gonna we're gonna keep a vigilant watch on this issue as it moves forward. Uh, I like Xander just bringing it out into the public. He's right though. Every single when they got four, they should have tested every single one of them. Yeah. Yeah. I think they should just, yeah, test it on the way to the first tee. Like, up, oh, you're over. we got to take this out of the bag. Have it test the backup if the backup fails. Yeah. Sorry. Then you get no driver for the day. Yeah, you, you got a two iron you want to put in the bag? <laughs> Extra All edge. Right. You, could, you could go get your 64 degree. <laughs> they, should be te- they should be testing the balls, too. They should. All right. Who's uh who's your winner? Let's get ready for Sunday. Who's going to be your winner? Um, I, I've got the field, so I'm going to go. I, I almost be I almost said the pace car. Oh my god! Why? I don't know. Why would you say that though? <laughs> he had he, he kind of hung. He, he had some stuff going this bad. That yep. that birdie at the 18th was huge for him. Yeah, like kept him, gave him a chance. Five shots yeah. isn't unreasonable. Right. He putted pretty well, except for the one three putt. He wasn't too bad. I, I'll uh, go with Fleetwood. You got yeah. Lowry? Uh, I'm going to uh, take Kepka. I'm going to live that, live that dream. You just picked Lowry over the entire field. I'm going to take Kepka. I'm going back. I, I, I like Lowry against the field, but I like Kepka to win. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Any other thoughts signing off? No, I think I think that's it. I think that's uh, that's all all we got. I got uh, the meth. Excited, real links, real links weather. Oh, you want to talk about meth heads? Meth heads been playing pretty good today. He's uh, uh, since we he he just dropped a shot, but he's still in the top ten. Meth heads right. playing well. All right, we're let's, gonna re- we're gonna review that and a little, little Barbasol on Monday's show. So, all right, we might we'll be talking to- about a. a a, a comeback of the century from Westy too. We could be, could be. All right, everybody enjoy. We're getting real links weather. You're fired up about that, right? I hope. Very, very. Okay. I need it. Can you get a little moisture? But we're gonna get some real wind. Yeah, the so. wind's gonna make this place play so hard. It's gonna be completely different golf course than what we've seen the last three days. Great watch. Get up early Sunday and take it in. Yeah. Should what time done. are you getting up? Where should be done by one thirty. Uh, I mean, I'll get up at. I don't know, six Eastern, five Eastern, six Eastern, maybe. There's not much to watch besides the last like 10 groups. Like, yeah. why, why is Golf Channel on at 2.30? I'm just like wondering, like, what am I going to do at 2.30? You're going to watch Adam or Kyle Stanley. Just... Uh, How about you Kyle see him Stanley? pop back? Oh, my God. We got to talk about this. <laughs> All right, fine. Did what do you see... want? What? Did you see his quotes? His quotes? Yeah. Yeah, I saw them all. I got one right here. Five or six people had already said that it was going that way. So, like, I feel like I didn't need to yell. 
I've been that's, out I mean, here. I've been out here a while, so I don't feel the need to be schooled on rules of golf or what to do when you hit a shot offline. So he's just a rookie. He was playing like the I walked uphill both ways before you were even out of the womb thing. He goes, I hit a ball right on 17. He had wind up the left. Several people on the tee box yelled four, and my two playing partners, my caddy, and the volunteers. I mean, everyone to the right of the ball knew it was coming. It's kind of a non-issue. I'm not really sh- sure why he decided to make it an issue. Um, I know it's his caddy's mom's. <laughs> he made sure to like minimize the, the strike twice. He made sure to say it was on the bounce. It, it, was, a, it was a one hop. And then this is, I know it's his caddy's mom's hands off the bounce. And that's unfortunate. He's just minimizing. He's like, oh, it was just a little bounce into the hands. That, not, not, not like on the fly in the head. I'll tell you what, that large man that took, uh, that took uh, Lowry's uh, duck hook yeah. to yeah. the back, he should get some a good payment for what the service he... he Percentage of the winnings? Yeah. You know? <laughs> I, mean, I think... Likely saved him a shot or two. But, I mean, Stanley's missing the point here. Like, the fact that the damage, whatever damage was or wasn't done, it's before that. It's yelling for that's the yeah. issue, right? It seems, doesn't seems, matter how, you know, if the severe injury wasn't severe enough. It's it's yell for beforehand. This this so. kind of ties in to live under par, though. The, the whole idea was giving the, the, the fans outside the ropes more of a feel of what life is inside the ropes. Yeah. So... Yep. Not yelling for and having people get hit by balls like that brings the players outside the ropes and makes them more, you know, relatable to the fans. The player also it just it's 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 the player's responsibility. It doesn't matter that a couple other people have yelled for. I'm saying that getting hit by a ball at an event is living under par by definition. <laughs> so like they've not yelling is a good thing because you're doing that fan a favor. Everybody's going to events saying, I hope I get hit by a golf ball today. <laughs> what? What are you talking about? That's what living under par is. Getting hit by a golf ball? Yeah, at an event. Think about how cool it is. Then you post about it on yeah. Instagram post, and Facebook. You get a signed glove. You, you show know, the you... welt on your forearm and all this stuff. Like, oh, you get that to, is kind of living under par. You get to talk to these mythical PGA Tour players, like these you know famous guys, like you know Kyle Stanley, come out into the into the into the outside the ropes and and talk to you. That's why you don't yell for. All right, it's a courtesy to the fans not to yell for. This is one of your worst, most backwards theories ever. This is worse than no fans on the golf course. Don't, they're, I'm just they're saying, deliberately I'm just, not yelling for as a live under par tactic. I am just interpreting what I read this morning about living under par and like the, the purpose of the advertising campaign. Well, I'm glad you went back and re-educated yourself on that. All right, you've got Fleetwood. I've yeah. got Kepka. Should be a fun day. But Great you have weather. Lowry over the field. Import, yes. Important and, to note. And I also have Kepka <laughs> winning outright. Lowry over the field <laughs> and Kepka winning out. All right. Uh, enjoy your uh, Saturday nights, Sunday mornings. We will check in with you when it's all said and done. Last major round of the year. Enjoy it.